Welcome to another edition of the Empower Lay podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things neighborhood council with the people who live, work, and play in the city of LA. This is your host, Brett Shears from the Department of Neighborhood Empowerment. Our guest today is Evan White, communications officer for the Venice Neighborhood Council. Evan is a public relations professional who is using his PR skills to help one of the most engaged and active neighborhood councils in the city. In our conversation, Evan talks about Venice's unique place in Los Angeles. What it would be like if Venice uh, left the city of Los Angeles and took on all of the, uh, the roles of its own city. His role in helping his neighborhood council thrive. Uh, my goal was to kind of bring the Venice Neighborhood Council into the 21st century. And his hopes for the future of the neighborhood council elections. If the goal for the city is to get people to know about these neighborhood councils, it really is on them to put it where the people are. I hope you enjoy. So what is your name and title? My name is Evan Dennis White, and I'm the communications officer for the Venice Neighborhood Council. All right, Evan, thanks so much for joining us on the Empower Lay podcast. It's awesome to have you here. Uh, before we jump into things, uh, we have a lot to talk about elections and what's going on in Venice and neighborhood councils in general. But tell me a little bit about who you are, like where you're from, where you're born, where you grew up, uh, and how you got this point in your career. Sure, thanks. Uh, well, first, yeah, thanks for having me here uh, today. Uh, I grew up in Spokane, Washington. I was born in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and then after high school, I moved to uh, Ventura County uh, to Thousand Oaks for college. Uh, and right immediately after graduating college, I started a PR firm, and I really kind of haven't looked back since. So you're in the PR world. What does that What does that entail for all of us who maybe don't really know what goes on there? Sure, certainly. Uh, so I uh, place clients in the media, whether it's television or magazines, newspapers. Uh, I do a lot of social media, uh, brand awareness, uh, fun stuff like that. And now you're the communications officer at Venice Neighborhood Council. So I imagine that kind of stuff comes in handy. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have a, a pretty vibrant group over in uh, in Venice, uh, always talking about exciting, uh, fun things. Right. Uh, most recently, Cityhood uh, last year, uh, which got a lot of uh, media attention. And that was a, a fun project to work on. What was, what was that all about, Cityhood? Uh, well, one of our committees, um, run by a non-board member, but a very passionate community member, um, had a two and a half year study on what it would be like if Venice uh, left the city of Los Angeles and oh took goodness. on all of the uh, the roles of its own city. The S word, secession. It was. Yeah. It That's was. always an interesting topic of discussion in Venice, isn't it? Yeah. Hundreds of people turned out for the town hall and uh, you know, like I think every single news organization was there as well. Right. Um, you know, likelihood of it happening are, are very small, but it, uh, right. it, it would definitely be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's always an interesting bit of news. Anytime any part of the city talks about that, uh, let alone Venice, which is kind of iconic, you know, a lot of people think of it as its own city already, just because identity-wise, like Venice, that's part of city LA. That's a beach town over there. Exactly. But, no, it is. Um, so you're you're involved in neighborhood councils, like we said, communications officer over there at Venice, and you all, are, I will just say on the record, you're doing a great job of getting the word out. You all always have vibrant elections, really well-attended meetings, really active stakeholders, like you said, um, having a stakeholder do this major project just to kind of with the name of the neighborhood council and other groups that you guys do, it's, it's pretty amazing. But 
to take it back a step, how did you even first hear about neighborhood councils? I mean, connecting this to your original experience, what what was it like and where did it come from? Sure. Uh, so in, uh, I think it was 2010, uh, was my first experience with the neighborhood council. I was the CMO of a tech company in Venice at the time. What's CMO stand for? Uh, Chief Marketing Officer. Marketing, got it. Uh, and I was, um, we were invited by the then outreach officer for the VNC, Matt Klein, to participate in a town hall um, talking about uh, Silicon Beach and the tech rise right. uh, at the time in Venice. Yeah. Um, that was my first uh, kind of invite into the neighborhood council system. Uh, it was a fantastic event. Hundreds and hundreds of people filled the auditorium. Uh, our CEO had a chance to talk on stage with uh, uh, Councilperson uh, Rosenthal uh, at the time. And yeah, it was a lot of fun and my first kind of window into neighborhood council systems. Well, that, that's really cool. I mean, I think that speaks to one of the neighborhood council's core functions, which is just as a convener, you know, because they're not necessarily delving into the aspects of Silicon Beach or the the tech world, but to be a convener to talk about what's going on in the neighborhood, that sounds pretty cool. It was. It was a, it was a very interesting and, and fun platform to um, for the neighborhood council to give the various business owners um, right. and then the public to have you know some direct access to some of the new key players in the in the neighborhood. Sure, yeah, yeah, and we know that a lot have come recently to Venice. So I mean that's part of the debate that's going on in that community, but uh, maybe we can touch on that later. So you bring a marketing and public relations background to your neighborhood council work. Um, how specifically has this helped inform the role you play on your NC and really the system more generally? Uh, it's played a big role. Uh, so that's one of the main platforms I ran on uh, now three years ago. Uh, my goal was to kind of bring the Venice Neighborhood Council into the 21st century with technology and overall branding and awareness. Um, so immediately we uh, revamped our website. Uh, we had a community um, contest for a new logo because mm -hmm. the logo was quite outdated and that was a fun way to engage the community. Uh, and we also started using digital media in fun and creative ways, live streaming all of our, uh, our events, uh, all of our meetings. So even if 100 people show up in person, there's at least a couple hundred more uh, out there watching from home. Wow, that's, that's pretty impressive. Um, you know, in terms of PR, marketing, and things like that, and just outreach more generally, uh, what, are what do you see as neighborhood councils and their board members most lacking in this area? Where could they use a little help? I know you're coming from the Venice perspective, but maybe something you've seen in other neighborhood councils as well, because we know you now have some experience there. Absolutely. Um, well, I think uh, on the PR side for general neighborhood councils, um, I think, you know, I think it's an openness of sharing their stories with mm -hmm. whether it's local media or you know larger Los Angeles wide media uh, and just telling the stories that they're doing whether it's you know Boyle Heights doing their Saturday sweeps or you know any neighborhood council doing something fun and interesting uh, you know it's their job to really tell that story to the greater population all right so we are in election season now um, at the time we're recording this and um we're working hard to get people involved, neighborhood councils, uh, either as candidates, uh, committee members, or voters. And just uh, full disclosure, so we've taken you on the department to you know to use some of your services. So I just want people to know that, and we're we're getting all the insights that you've had over the years. But I just wanted to ask you about some election stuff more generally. Um, what are some aspects of elections that you are helping with? So th think either in your work or marketing team or in your community more generally, and what can maybe some other people do to replicate that? 
Sure. Uh, so I'll start with, uh, you know, how I've been working with the department here. Uh, I've been uh, trying to kind of reinvigorate some of the past candidates and voters uh, from the last handful of elections, right. uh, letting them know that these elections are still happening, that their candidacy would be, you know, uh, welcomed, and just generally getting the word back out to these people that have uh, cast a vote in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, also working to... Uh, kind of touched on this earlier, but tell some of the fun stories that are happening across right. neighborhood councils uh, across the city of LA. And what do you hope to see from neighborhood councils these elections? So, um, you know, speak about your personal experience, but, you know, what maybe your aspirations are for the system in general. You've committed a lot of time to it. You go all the way back to 2010 now. It's, that's a long commitment to this system. So what, what do you hope to see? Yeah, well, you know, I think... Um, I'd like to see certainly, you know, a, a larger turnout in voters. That would be fantastic. So if you're in Los Angeles and listening to this, please go find where your neighborhood council is and, and go cast a vote because um, it is important. Um, and I would also uh, hope that anyone who does know about their neighborhood councils uh, does more than just vote and, you know, at least comes to meetings and put the, the dates on their calendars so they know when they are and they can, can lend their voice uh, there. Um, stepping back to the last question, uh, other things that we've been doing in Venice and that other neighborhood councils are doing are uh, we host a lot of events in Venice. Mm -hmm. uh, so recently uh, we had a candidacy event at a fun, cool location in Venice uh, where there were appetizers served and we just invited everyone in the public to know, to learn more about what Venice Neighborhood Council does and what's required to, for someone to become a candidate. Um, and then as uh, the election process rolls forward, we will have uh, a number of different events where we invite the community to come and learn from these candidates, hear their positions on various uh, items, uh, meet them, uh, shake their hands, and actually get to know the people. Yeah. And before we jump into Venice, because we, you know, we keep talking about what you're doing at Venice, how well you all have done historically, um, I just want to do a little bit of a tangent. Um, we were talking before the interview about, you know, what, what are the prospects for the neighborhood council system about reforming their elections in some ways? And uh, the city council has trying to take up some measures. And, you know, we are not the experts on that. City clerk is the one who administers the elections. So they're going to be the ultimate authority. So I think it's important for people to know that. But one thing we mentioned was trying to align all the election dates on one day because how difficult that makes outreach. You know, you're, you're ultimately advertising for this cycle. 13 different dates right. with 13 different targeted voter groups. And then, you know, what are the prospects? And I know this is even logistically even more crazy and more ambitious, but of putting it on a ballot with all these other things. And people have mentioned that in the past. Again, it's logistically very difficult because of different stakeholder types. But did you have any general thoughts on all that stuff? Yeah. I mean, well, if, if the goal for the city is to get people to know about these neighborhood councils, uh, it, it really is on them to put it where the people are. Right. Uh, and that's the general election ballots, mm -hmm. I feel. You know, there's four million Angelinos and maybe a million of them turn out to vote. It'd be nice to have that be a larger number. Right. But if we put neighborhood councils in front of that large of a number, everyone would really start to know about it and give it some legitimacy. Right. Uh, having these much smaller uh, elections where a lot of the times people are still even casting ballots in pencil and someone is counting them by hand, um, it doesn't necessarily feel as real mm -hmm. as as it clearly is. 
Right. And yeah, maybe, you know, we talked about the logistical problems with it, you know, different stakeholder types. So, for example, non-citizen voters are allowed to vote in neighborhood council elections, depending on their type. People with felony convictions, youth of certain, you know, kind, oftentimes people under 18 can vote in neighborhood council elections. So I definitely want people to know that. But maybe it can be something like a, a supplemental ballot of your neighborhood council with all the registered voters. It'd be nice to see them at least get this information, right? It, I mean, it would. I mean, it's everyone knows, seemingly, uh, a lot of people know about the larger population candidates and elections as they happen. Um, right. And it is uh, it's a lot of work pushing the neighborhood council, you know, ball up the hill mm -hmm. uh, 13 times, as you said. Um, so to have one kind of unified date uh, or, you know, even, you know, location or type of ballot would make it much easier to understand yeah and you know we're not we're not in the business of creating that policy or you know knowing what all goes into it but i would just encourage people to think more about that and if they want to advocate for that or want to see whether it's feasible to uh yeah i mean we'll have that conversation yep absolutely and and well i mean as it is now what i think a neighborhood councils can do you know there's about a hundred of them they can make their own election days more like a party yeah. Uh, bring out as many city services as possible, have food trucks available, mm -hmm. uh, make it a fun community oriented event rather than just a wait in line, cast your ballot and get back to your weekend. Uh, really make that a, a fun thing for the whole family to do. Um, it's a great way to, to boost numbers and also just um, have it as an outreach event too. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of waiting in line, so <laughs> Venice Neighborhood Council has historically been the largest voter turnouts of all neighborhood councils. So uh -huh. last election, you guys had what, 2,600 at yeah. least? Right. Yeah, something like that. 2,600 voters approximately, uh, over what, 50 candidates at least, yeah, I'm sure? 50 candidates this year, and I think there were almost 70 uh, in the last election. Okay, and that's for, you know, how many seats are on the 21 board roughly? Seats. 21 seats. So you, you look at that ratio, it speaks to some of the, I would say, pretty clearly success of elections, either outreach or the vibrancy of the board. And we can talk about the specifics of that. But so it's well known for having some of the largest candidate and voter turnouts. How do you think you all have been able to do that? Like, well, how have you had the success in, in that regard? Uh, well, you know, it's it's a hard question to answer, but, uh, but Venice has always been a very vibrant community. Uh, and, uh, you know, all different sides of the coin, there are, you know, multiple factions uh, pressing forward. Right. Uh, so I think that lends uh, itself to uh, heated debates, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, exciting or uh, or not. Um, a lot of people have a voice and they want it to be heard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about, I, I, I do at least, the slates, the idea of groups of people running together as factions. I mean, we have political parties at the national and state levels and things like that. A lot of people don't love factional politics, but the reality is you have to offer contrasting visions for people to know what's ultimately at stake. I mean, is that something you see a lot of in Venice? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think there's always, you know, uh, people uh, tend to run and campaign with like-minded people, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, a slate of uh, similar business owners or uh, what I see coming uh, this next election round will be... Uh, a lot of females running for, oh, for positions. Well, that's uh, interesting. Which is going to be very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's the neighborhood councils is a fantastic place to voice your uh, concerns with the community. And Venice has a lot of those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything that comes to mind that you think our department should be doing or doing more of to replicate this kind of success? Uh, I think, um, well, what Venice does throughout the year and throughout 
our entire terms is continuously talks about uh, how people can tap into the board, right. joining committees, uh, running for positions. And we, we have these events, like I said, um, throughout the year. So maybe it's just teaching other neighborhood councils to do something similar mm -hmm. or uh, creating uh, new budgets where this just is a, is a constant uh, quarterly type initiative that happened across LA, mm -hmm. uh, telling people about these things and, and giving them uh, more information about it. I think that could help. Right. Um, Venice Neighborhood Council uh, certainly has large numbers, but we are also spending uh, our budget um, to make sure that we do have those large numbers. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, teaching other neighborhood councils and, and outreach officers and uh, treasurers uh, how to spend that money in, in the best ways to make sure people even know about the neighborhood council system to start um, would be where I would start. Are there any specific outreach things that, that Venice has done that come to mind? You talk about con these convenings, you talk about, you know, having vibrant and robust committees. Are there any things that neighborhood council board members listening to this might think would be a good idea for their neighborhood council? We, I mean, literally we do it all. Uh, we have uh, the door knockers mm -hmm. that go around and put flyers and candidacy outreach materials on all 40,000 homes Jeez. in Venice. Yeah. Uh, we have mailers that are going out. We have these various uh, meetings and, and convening locations where people can meet the candidates. Uh, we, like I said, we stream all of our meetings and events live on the internet. Uh, we're buying social media ads. We're mm -hmm. buying ads in local newspapers. Uh, Venice really treats these elections as real elections. Uh, right. And we encourage everyone who runs to do the same, creating literature, knocking on doors themselves, and, you know, even really creating a team to go out and help them win the election. That's right. I mean, like you said, it comes from this place of taking it very seriously. And right. it, it is something to take seriously. So I hope the neighborhood council board members, they hear those ideas. That's that's really part of it is like taking the outreach seriously, knowing that something's at stake. Right. For, for our members at large uh, positions, the last handful of elections, uh, they've needed a minimum of about 100 votes to win that seat. Right. Uh, and that's just instilled in everyone who runs. So they know that it's not just about getting your friend or coworker right. to vote, right. but getting a lot of them to vote. Yeah, you gotta gotta really rally the people and you all, geez, yeah, you, you bring them out. So, uh, you know, trying to take a step back, thinking more at the high elevation, uh, what's one thing about neighborhood councils that you wish people better understood? Hmm, good question. Um, you know, it's, I think people maybe understand it, but they haven't internalized that uh, neighborhood councils are their direct conduit to the larger uh, political machine around us. Mm -hmm. So we have at our meetings, we have representatives from uh, all of the different, you know, from council office to the police department, sanitation, uh, no matter uh, what city aspect uh, that you're looking to touch and learn more about, they are coming to the neighborhood council's uh, board meetings and uh constituents have that opportunity to actually meet those people well you are um coming up on about 10 years of being involved or participating at some level in the neighborhood council system um that's a lot that's a lot of time to give to a system what do you think makes it worthy of your time for you and maybe maybe other people but you in particular i'm curious uh well it's it's a lot of work but it is a lot of fun as well uh in my time here i've, I've learned a lot about uh, just political organizations in general. Uh, I've learned a lot about what it's like to sit on a board of people that aren't in my background. Mm -hmm. uh, they are my neighbors, but they have a, a large uh, um, range in age, mm -hmm. in uh, in 
positions that they take um, across the board. Right. Uh, so it's always been, you know, to me, monthly, very interesting to get a chance to sit down and have real conversations about whether it's, you know, the urban canopy or um, streets opening and closing with people that have various opinions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you said, there's a very, really diversity of perspectives that you just don't get unless you really force this kind of convening of people together, right? Right. I mean, uh, I've become close friends with people that I would otherwise never have interacted with. <laughs> no uh, offense. <laughs> and, well, and I've become, you know, acquaintances with, you know, uh, folks that, yeah, otherwise would have zero chance in, in connecting with. I think that's very true of people when we think about the neighborhood level. You're just like, you know, we, we introduce ourselves to neighbors a lot less, I feel like, in in this world. But when you're a part of a neighborhood council, these are your neighbors. These are the people. And you're yep. interacting with them on this regular basis more than once a month, just to let people speak candidly. Um, so we are the Department of Neighborhood Empowerment. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Uh, empowerment means, uh, to me, uh, giving someone, uh, more information that they otherwise wouldn't necessarily have. Uh, this could be a platform to speak, or it could be, uh, some inside knowledge that they otherwise wouldn't be able to have access to, mm -hmm. um, and really just giving them the tools to move forward, um, in anything they're, they're looking to do. Great. Yeah. Well, uh. I want to thank you for your time. Before we go, I just wanted you to offer any final thoughts and maybe any plugs that you have for, you know, projects that you're working on or just, you know, what you're all doing at Venice Neighborhood Council and life in general. Sure. Uh, well, thank, well, plugs, I guess, will go out to my family, uh, wife, Teresa, and daughter, Lee. Uh, and um, what I want people to know and, and do is to actually go and get connected with your neighborhood council. Mm -hmm. If you're not running for a position, uh, you know, go meet the people that are. Go vote for them, and after those elections happen, stay involved, stay connected, join a committee, or even just don't join a committee and just show up at committee meetings and learn what they're doing, hear about what they're doing. Um, you know, it's it it's a lot of work, but it, at the same time, it's not all that much work to uh, lend your voice and and your ear to what's happening in your community. Yeah, well, thank you for those parting words of wisdom. We appreciate your time, Evan. Thanks for helping with the elections. I think these are going to be the most successful ones yet, thanks to people like you, Aaron, behind the scenes, and others working on the election. So thanks so much. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the EmpowerLay podcast. As always, you can learn more about the Neighborhood Council system at EmpowerLA.org, where you can find information about all the neighborhood councils that make the city of LA a better place. You can also check out our show notes for the episode if you want to learn a bit more about the topics and people we discuss. The EmpowerLay podcast is available in a variety of formats for all your listening needs. So if you are so inclined, please leave us a review so we can get the word out about neighborhood councils. Most importantly, don't forget to vote in your local neighborhood council elections happening now throughout the city. Thank you all for your support. <laughs>